My, oh my. What? It's a Friday. It is. And uh, if you were listening to this podcast, the My Day Friday podcast, last week I was struggling a little bit with my voice. So from Friday until like Monday morning, I was attempting, attempting to go on vocal rest, which was fine as long as I was nowhere near Carla Marie. (laughs) And that's her. That's me. My name is Anthony. This is the My Day Friday podcast. What? What? Usually, I, I, I introduced you, you said that's me, and then I just introduced Dude, myself. We've been doing this for like seven <laughs> years, that's not how this goes. Okay, my name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie. And this is the My Day Friday podcast. What's up, it's Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy. And you're listening to my two favorite people, Carla Marie and Anthony. It's my day Friday. Hi, I'm Perry. Hi, I'm Leanne. Hi, I'm Jesse. Hi, I'm Jade. I'm Will and Mix. And you're listening to. Oh, f- it's my day Friday, bitches. Yeah. Switched up the intro for the first time in what off. seems like a year. A year. <laughs> seems like a long, long time. You made that one, right? Uh, I've made Not all of recently, them, but oh, Ron- well, okay, that one was just you though. Yes, the the other ones where Ronnie and Jake have their voices, uh, they did the vocal part of it, okay, and then I added everything else to it. So I produced uh, produced all of those. Um, that was when I had time to like you have time to do dick it around and produce things. Don't you have time? I to don't do really. You I do spent it. like. Six hours yesterday going through email addresses. Yeah, but a lot of that, like, that was necessary, I will say, because yes. we needed to organize our email list, and you enjoyed that. But a lot of the time you have in your life, you waste, and I'm I'm going to, no. we're doing it, one of those time management sheets. Where What's you, a time management sheet? You track sheet? your 15-minute increments for a week, and then you see what the hell you wasted your time Do on. I have to put down how much time I listen to you talking in a baby voice to kittens? No, because you can literally be doing anything else. No, I can't because it's so, it's so annoying that I can't function. You know what's funny? Anthony on our um, Twitch stream was talking about how I talk to my cats and our, our foster kittens about things, expecting them to understand. Yes. And I'm upstairs yesterday and <laughs> I hear I Anthony downstairs like, you guys, you just need to shut up. It's going to be okay. Like, you're going to be fine. I know it sucks now, They're but just, you're going to be fine. I think I got to a point this week. So, Carla Marie has been fostering two kittens. Well, I had, well, had four. Now it's down to two because she ate two of them. Okay, for the record, like, when you say I'm fostering them, they're in this house. Yeah, this was all your idea, though, and you're the one doing the majority of the work. And you don't actually, I don't say this in a mean way, you don't actually do really anything. No. <laughs> it wasn't my idea. Okay. Right? Yep. Um, but the two kittens, John and Erica, who are up for adoption, they got spayed and neutered on Tuesday, Tuesday. And apparently when you spay and neuter a kitten, they have to like be in a cage basically. So they don't hurt themselves or rip the stitches out. Right. Is that it? Yeah. And all they do is whine and they howl like little baby wolves. It's It's like, the whole time. It is, it is interesting. Like, the noises they can make, and they really do mimic human babies. Yeah. And I think I got to my breaking point yesterday where I was like, guys, shut I see. Up. I can tune it out. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm getting better at it, but I can't. You'd be a terrible parent. 
I'd probably be a pretty good parent. I don't know. I have no like real gauge for that, <laughs> right? There's, there, I haven't taken like a parenting test or anything like that. I haven't babysat in a very long time. Um, and that's not an offer, by the way. I don't want to babysit. But I think I'd be a pretty good parent. I think I'd be like not great in terms of like getting the kids dressed and stuff. <laughs> There's a, That's like the the scratching the surface of being a parent. Or what I would do is I would just buy them all the same thing. Like, like if I, let's say it was a baby boy, right? I wouldn't have like things where I have to worry about mixing and matching to make them look cute. They would have one outfit. They just have a uniform. Yeah. And they would just, because they're kids, they don't care. Like, they're babies. Here, just baby in his uniform. Yeah. Little. Maybe like a, a real boring uniform too, like a beige uh, button down shirt and khakis. Khakis. So he's just. And loafers. Just tan all the way. Through. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have a tan baby. But anyway, I like. I don't think I'd be good at that part of raising a child, right? Making sure they eat and are clothed and changing diapers. But oh, oh wait, wait, wait! You said you wouldn't be good at clothes, clothing a baby. Yeah. Now it's eating and changing diapers. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the important part. No, I mean they'll figure it out on their own. You're and, ridiculous. But I think I would be good at, like, the life lessons and okay. stuff. You know, like raising As a... As if they live long enough to be able to hear I think them. I would raise a um, morally just child. You should adopt a 15-year-old. No, 15-year-olds are terrible. 10-year-old. They're also... All kids are pretty terrible. And this is actually a good question for parents. Um, when does your kid not suck? Like, at what age? Like, 20. Because I can imagine, like, when they're infants... You're probably like, oh, my God, this is my baby, blah, blah, blah. But then that wears off in, like, a couple weeks when they're just screaming and shitting everywhere. <laughs> and then they suck for a while. I think toddlers are kind of cool. Yeah, like, my nephew, he's eight months old, and he's, like, pretty legit. So when do you become a toddler? Is there, like, a is it a poundage? Is there, like, a tonnage? Or is it an age? Uh, I thought it was an age. Like, are you officially a toddler at seven months, or are you officially a toddler at, like, 27 pounds? Twelve to thirty-six months old. Twelve to oh, so, so you're one, one year. Your nephew is not a toddler, a toddler yet. So I think toddlers are cool. I've always enjoyed my time with toddlers. <laughs> that sounds really weird. Um, but then they get to like that weird, awkward age. Let's go eight through fourteen. Mm. Where like they smell stupid. They are stupid. <laughs> they are so stupid. and annoying and whiny. Yeah. And then they become like Attitude. real teenagers. Attitude. I know you're a teenager before 14, but like real teenagers once you hit like 14, 15, or 15, 16. Yeah. Then you're just a piece of garbage, <laughs> right? You have like an attitude. You think you know everything. And then they go to college, hopefully. Or somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> just away. And maybe when they come back, they're normal. Yeah, I think it all depends. A college is the, um, I think the wild card where like, you could grow up and be like, oh, my parents are my friends. I miss them, whatever. And okay. you're like at an age where, like, you start respecting them. And, like, you you know, like, you're ironically like your parents. Like, you say, like, oh, it's, you see my dad. Like, I think that's friends. once you get your own place, like, in an apartment, not in no, college. No, 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 I mean, like, where you say to your friends, like, that's the age, I guess in high school, too, where, like, your friends start, like, becoming fans of your parents. Oh. Where it's, like, with my dad, it's, like, my friends in, like, high school and even college would be, like, Oh, Freddie Marie, like, with all the chains around his neck. See, we had a, in college, 
and I don't know if this is the same with all friends groups, but like there was one dad that was like the hero dad. Yeah. And that was um, our friend Sean's dad. Sean's dad, his name is Wayne. And Wayne has actually been visiting Sean because Sean and his I wife, Nicole, the- just moved to San Diego. And Wayne has always been one of my favorite people. He's just old school, badass, like just also does weird things for no reason. But like he's just such a cool, nice guy. Mm-hmm. And in my friend Sean's Instagram stories, he's been like, documenting Wayne's journey in San Diego. And I want to take this one thing that Wayne does. What? He will buy postcards when he travels and actually write them out while he's doing things. So like they were at that, they were at that, uh, the beach in San Diego with all the seals. La Hala. It's it's La Jolla. First off. Isn't it J O L L A? (laughs) I think it's La Jolla. Yeah. But no, we, we even went there back a while back. I'm aware. Anyway, there's all the seals and stuff. And Wayne was just sitting there on a rock writing a, a yeah, but postcard. You, you buy postcards everywhere you go and never send them. No, I've sent a couple of them. It's J-O-L-L-A. It's La Jolla. But there's no Y. What? It's Spanish. Yeah. Anyway, Anthony has a stack of postcards because he wants to send them. and never No, I've sent them. a couple of them. I sent the one from... Uh, what did I call it? There was a Teddy Roosevelt one. And I sent that to our friends at the Roosevelt's. What are you doing? It's La Jolla. Yeah, I, I know it's right. La Jolla. I was right. What? <laughs> Didn't you say La Jaga? What did you say? <laughs> what did you say originally? I don't actually remember. La Hala. La Hala. It actually looks like Hala. No, it doesn't. It's O-L-L-A. a J. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What sound does a J make? Do we need one of those pull and play things from Fisher no, Price? I was under, under confused about the L-L-A. Yeah. Like Yamo, like Mayamo S. Anthony. I, I, yeah, I've, I've been taking my Duolingo classes, oh, and I'm pretty much Spanish now. <laughs> From Spain, I believe. So, good luck keeping up with me. Okay. I'm an inter- international man of mystery. Clearly. Um, the other thing, speaking of Instagram, things that we've learned on Instagram, or I have at least, I didn't realize how many people were either interested in or already have done intermittent fasting. Because mm-hmm. I posted about how I went five full days and now I'm at over a week of using this app to track my intermittent fasting, which you don't really need an app for it as long as you can keep track of time and be like, oh, yeah. I stopped eating it this time. Mm-hmm. I'll start eating it this time. But it's nice to have an app and gives you little right. badges. But I posted about it and I swear I got between 50 and 75 messages Asking me what app I was using. And then an additional like 30 to 40 messages being like, oh my God, yeah, I've been doing intermittent fasting for this long, whatever. My one friend told me he's been doing intermittent fasting for 12 years, which means almost the entire time I've known him. It's crazy. And I had no idea. And now he like, doesn't do it every day, but. Oh. Well, it's not like a, because intermittent fasting isn't like a, it's not necessarily like a diet in my mind. It's more hmm. of like a. This is just when I eat, like a schedule, like you're putting yourself on the schedule. It's like saying I work out every day at a certain time. Yeah. Like it's very similar. It's you put babies on food schedules and nap schedules. It's just yeah. regulating your life. It's not like this. Oh, I got to do this this month and I'm juice cleansing. It's not that. It's just making sure you live a somewhat structured life. Well, it's also I think it adds structure 
But obviously there's health benefits. There are health benefits. And uh, there was this book I was just listening to, which was super boring, but it was called The Energy Paradox. And he puts you at the end of the book, he puts you on like a, a diet plan and intermittent fasting and whatnot. But one of the things he brings up is like your body's not supposed to eat all day. No. Like your body needs time to eat digest and then use what it just digested to like rebuild or synthesize things in your body. And if you just keep feeding it over and over and over, it gets exhausted and it's not able to do the things it's supposed to do because it's continually digesting. So I kind of, I knew it had benefits. I wanted to kind of test myself a little bit because I think during and after lockdowns between not being able to work out normally and then just, I don't know, it was a weird time mm -hmm. for everybody. I completely fell off of eating healthy at all I like i was like, having a burger every day i felt like a little balloon yeah like i was just sugar it was crazy i mean i was lazy enough where i was ordering from habit burger habit grill burger burger and i was ordering it on uber eats even though it was like i don't know three quarters of a mile from this home yeah and i have a car or access to a car and that's how lazy you, I was getting. You're lazy. We talked about that this week. That's how lazy I was getting. I don't think I'm actually lazy, though. When it comes to food, I, I was for a long time. And I'm trying to be better at that. But now I'm intermittent fasting, and I got this, like, diet plan that I'm trying to stick to, which I've, been, I've done now for five days. No, right? Monday, how Tuesday, many, Wednesday, Thursday. How many times you make a habit? 10,000? What is that number? Three weeks. Expert is 10,000. The 10,000 hour rule, I think, is what you're going for. Yeah, yeah that's, like, the expert rule. What are you Googling? How many times do you have to do something, wow, to make it a habit? Oh, that was quite the Google. Is Google even going to give you an answer for something that long? 18 to 254 days. Okay. So I said three weeks, which would have been right there. Mm -hmm. um, but it was interesting how many people are either interested in or have their own opinions and have tried out different, like, resources like that like intermittent fasting different apps and whatnot and it's been kind of cool to see everyone's different opinions um the thing the opinions i'm not appreciating are all the people telling me that i should stop eating canned tuna as part of this diet but you know what it's bad for you i eat what i want i'm not we're not going to get into the diet i've been are feeling great though with the diet like i've got a ton of uh energy good i can't wait to see all the work you're gonna get done i do all my work at the gym yeah okay. <laughs> please uh, what do you have going on, Carla Marie? Uh, I truly am exhausted. I feel like a, and I, please don't message me. This is just supposed to be a joke. I feel like a newborn mom. Like a. Like your newborn. newborn. <laughs> okay. Like, you feel like a mom that just came out of the womb? The first night the kittens came home, they were up all night. And I literally, I had to keep setting alarms to check on them. And they kept escaping the carriers I had for them. They have new cages now. Not a problem. But it was like. I truly woke up to Erica in my face. She escaped the carry out of the carrier. Now I have to watch. Well, here's her. the difference: if it was an actual baby, they wouldn't have been able to do that. And they escaped. First off, if they escaped out of the the carrier right. they were in, they shouldn't have been in a carrier right. to begin with. Um, then they would have been really great with their hands if they knew how to escape out of it. There's and then they difference. probably would have just fallen over on the floor. Yeah. Not walked around and scrubbed I their stuff. Think that the kittens are harder because they can move. And hurt themselves because they're okay. decisions. I am, and this has been documented before. I don't agree with people calling themselves like cat or dog moms and, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Right? There's a huge difference. But that doesn't mean there aren't similarities and things that you can take 
from raising a cat or a dog yeah. um, and apply them and kind of like get acclimated to what life is like maybe as a parent. Well, I but said it's if this still is totally it's different. Like, it was like the next morning I was like, I want nothing to do with this lifestyle. <laughs> I, w- I am exhausted. I feel helpless to them because, and they're like, they, I can't explain to them that they're going to be fine. And same I was, with a baby though. I was just, I know. And I was breaking down and I was like, I have so much to do today. There is nothing I appreciate about this life. For that reason, I'm out. <laughs> it is interesting. And it's one of those things where, you know, stay-at-home moms will tell you being a stay-at-home mom is not an easy no. life because you're dealing with raising children, usually. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just a stay-at-home like, person. I don't, like, I don't envy, like, what they do at all. Like, there's not one part of it where I'm ever like, oh, my God, that seems like it's, I'm sure it's fulfilling and it's rewarding. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, like, I look at them, I'm like, you just, I have so much respect for parents, period. Mm-hmm. Stay-at-home moms, single parents, like. Imagine having a, a baby and a puppy. My niece is an idiot. Oh, yeah, she did just get a puppy. That is stupid. They have a seven-month-old <laughs> baby, and we're like, let's get a puppy. And they have two cats, right? And they adopted a cat right before he was born. One cat. No, they have two, but oh, they okay. adopted one right before he was born. So why is she collecting all these living things in her home? I don't know. I don't know. But I'll be in Disney with her next week. I'll ask her. You should. Be like, why are you collecting all these organisms in your house? Are you going to do My Day Friday by yourself? What, next week? No. Maybe I'll get a, a co-host. Because then I won't be here the following week. Maybe I'll get a co-host. You should. And then keep that co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me out of it. Uh, remember, you could always sign up for our newsletter. I am doing a lot of cleaning and organizing of the newsletter for the next, like, probably two months. And what... You'll see us post is I'm what? I have a plan. The fact that you're making it sound like the newsletter is your task and your responsibility, though. No, the organization behind it is. Just say the mailing list. You don't touch the newsletter. Oh, the actual newsletter that goes out? No. But here's what's going to happen. If you are already signed up for our newsletter, and we've, we've done a bunch of different signups. If you are already, already you signed up. signed up for anything yeah. we've asked you to sign up for you're probably in the next couple of weeks going to get an email that says like, hey, this is to our New Jersey fan. This is to our New Mexico fan. This is Arizona, California. And then there's going to be, if you either are there incorrectly or maybe moved since you signed up, there's going to be a place where you can change your information. Because we want to be able to, you know, if we're going to Florida or going to Michigan, we want to be able to say, hey, we're going to be in Michigan. Do you have any suggestions? Or maybe we should do a meetup or something like that. So, that will be on the way, and then every day, I'm going to do a different state and uh, basically try to get people to sign up through my Instagram and say, hey, yesterday was Washington. It's still yeah. up right now. When that expires, maybe I'll do Oregon. If you follow us and you're in Oregon, here's the newsletter link. Um, it's funny because we sent out a Seattle email for the event we're doing today. Yes. We're doing a, we're crashing the Boozy Bodega pop-up. All the information is on our Instagram handles. Today is August 6th, 2021. Um, it's free to come hang out. There are drinks and food for you to purchase. And by the time this gets posted, you'll have like six hours to get there. Probably. But we did send a Seattle email and said, hey, if you're not in Seattle, email us back. How many we, people? We got just a few. One, okay. I wish I lived in Seattle. I'm still in Omaha. <laughs> uh, I live in Hawkinson, Delaware. Wishing you two the best. Uh, you look great. I lived in Miami. Moved to Seattle. Okay, so we do have one that moved. Okay, that's good. And they're already in the Seattle list. Yeah. That's good. Man, I, I spent... What was it? It had to be over five hours yesterday. 
Oh, how stupid. Going through all the different distribution lists that we had, putting them all together, and then I don't know what happened, but a lot of people had the correct city and the incorrect state, and I don't know if it was something that I messed up on my own at some point or whatever, but uh, like my mom was Ridgewood, Washington. <laughs> that doesn't exist. No. Our friend Steve was Hoboken, Washington. So I had to go through all of those and make the adjustments that I could actually see and hope for the best. But the link to the newsletter, if you want to sign up, that is in the description of this podcast. So the, hit that. The issue, uh, just a heads up, like oh. um, that link yeah. only asks for name and email. It can't oh. ask for. So this is the problem we are running into. Any, This is a quick meeting that you're going to get to hear. Anyone that we've ever asked to sign up ever since we moved to Flowdesk last yeah. year. So is, we have to create a new Google Doc. We Essentially. But then we have to input them on our own. Okay. All right, we'll figure it out. Don't worry about the newsletter. Just uh, <laughs> have a great weekend. Peace out. You going to say bye? Oh, bye. Jeez, how rude. I was just watching the levels stop.